Welcome, welcome, welcome to Tilt. Happy Friday, everybody. Let's call it FaceTime Friday. It's going to be all up in your face with these takes today. So get ready for the facts as I do what I do. I'm your host, OG. And as always, if it's your first time joining us, Tilt stands for Talking in Lameless Terms. Let's get it started with Friday's quick hits. Let's jump right in. Boxing Hall of Famer Manny Pacquiao calls it, calls it quits. The only eight-time division champion, 26-year boxing career, career, great boxer. I remember the first time I saw Manny, he took a fight on short notice and knocked off Eric Morales, the uh, defending champion. He had a great career. The Ugas fight was not his best work. It also let him know it was time to go. Uh, wish him nothing but luck. Manny's a politician. He, he shoots hoops. He does everything. So good luck, Manny, and thanks for the memories. Still staying in boxing, Lopez versus Cambosis. This thing is a total mess. Okay, first of all, like I said, nobody told this guy that real champions fight on the weekends. That's where all the money's generated. This fight is supposed to be Monday, but two weeks ago, they said they had changed the venue, changed the date, etc., etc. But Cambosis didn't agree to any of this. So right now the fight's in limbo because Wilder and Fury fight next Saturday. That'll be a conflict, so who knows what's going to happen. But don't look for them to be fighting on October the 4th. I don't think that's going to happen. Neither one of these guys, like I said, it's, nobody wants to see this fight. But we'll watch it just the same. The Lakers super team said they want to start AD at center. That's a novel idea. It's been tried before. We'll see how long that experiment lasts. Pairs are not getting paid in the NBA. If they catch the virus and they're not vaccinated, they're not getting paid. Newsflash. Yeah, I think they already knew that. Okay, the Jags cough it up late against the, the Bengals last night. The question is, is Urban Meyer going to make it through the season? I say no. It's only, what, game four? By game six, if he hasn't got a win, he should be looking to hang it up. Or he's going to be in the hospital somewhere. Not a good look, Irvin. This is not college. And they keep telling you, and you keep thinking it's a game. You're going to find out. Brady's return to Foxborough. Too much hype. Come on. Everybody knows. TB12 is coming to smash. The question is, is Belichick going to come after him or not? I say yes. But we'll see. All this crying and, come on, man, it's sports. Also, we get getting news that uh, the boxing bouts in the Olympics 2016 were fixed. Well, news, if I've been watching Olympic boxing since 1980, and there's always one fighter that seems to get gypped, one or two, and usually always seems to be Americans, a la Roy Jones, a la Floyd Mayweather. So this is no shock. I mean, they need to get away with these commissions. It's all about money. Whatever these third world countries or wherever they have in them, the whole thing is corrupt. They just need to blow it up and just have the same boxing officials for every Olympics. But, hey, that's just my opinion. Last in the quick hits, we got Joshua set to get his rematch with Usyk, who took the belts from him a couple of weeks ago. I'm just going to flat out say it. Joshua is bad for boxing. Lennox Lewis is ashamed of this guy. I mean, he has he has the skills, you know, he's a good promoter, his heart just not in it. And he can keep lying to himself, but it's right there on tape for you to watch. There's no way these two guys should have beat him. Now Usyk was was he he can box. He can box. But Joshua should should have 
got rid of him early. But the rematch, hopefully he'll bounce back the form, get the belts back, so Fury or Wilder can just end it for him. But this guy's bad for boxing. Enough of the quick hits. We're going to move on to college football. Games of note last night, we had Virginia versus Miami. And like I said, I like Manny Diaz with the Canes. He's an ex-Cane assistant. He played there. But Manny, it's time to go. Although that the quarterback King was out 30-28, they just don't have it. He's not bringing them back. It's time to go, Manny. We'll see what happens. So tonight, we got number five, Iowa versus Maryland. If you didn't know, uh, Tua Tungavaloa's little brother is the quarterback for Maryland, and he's good. I look for the upset against number five, Iowa, tonight. And then you have BYU at number 13 playing at Utah State. BYU's been touted as the, the giant killer. They beat a couple of ranked teams this year. They're ready to go. Hopefully they don't have a letdown playing Utah State, who's not ranked. I'm looking for the Cougars to take this one. Now let's get into the big boys on Saturday. We got Alabama versus Ole Miss. And uh, Lane Kiffin being uh, Nick Saban's ex uh, offensive coordinator, this should be a good one. All I'm saying is if, if Bama's defense, which they've been having problems with this year, if Bama's defense doesn't show up and this is a shootout, don't be surprised if Ole Miss comes out of this one with a win because their quarterback is going to the pros. The, the rookie, the, the freshman for Alabama, he probably is going to be in the pros too. But right now, number two for Ole Miss, he's that guy. Moving on to number two, Georgia versus Arkansas. Georgia's D's being touted as the best ever. They have some dogs over there. But the Razorbacks question all year is, are they for real? For real. But we're about to find out. Arkansas's three-headed monster, are they going to show up and show out? Or the Georgia D silenced the crowd. Arkansas has a chance. Because like I say, Kirby Smart's not the smartest coach. So it's going to be all on the quarterback for Arkansas. And can he get this offense rolling? We're going to see. But that should be the game of the day. You don't want to miss it. Going to number three. We got Oregon versus Stanford. Oregon got a little scared last week. No more cruise control. But Stanford's not a pushover. Should be a good game. But I'm picking Oregon. We go number four, Penn State versus Indiana. This should be a good one. All I'm going to say is number five for the Nittany Lions is a big play waiting to happen. Like I said, this should be close, but I see Penn State with that defense eking it out. Going to number six, Oklahoma versus Kansas State. As I've stated numerous times, Spencer Rattler and the Sooners need to shake off the fog they're in. Because Kansas State is known for the upset. Get it together, Sooners. Get it together, Rattler. They look, they're gunning for you. Calling for the backup quarterback at home. Not a good look. Still picking the Sooners to win this. We're going to go number seven, Cincinnati versus number nine, Notre Dame. Both teams having great years so far, but one of the O's has to go. The Irish quarterback situation is still in doubt. I don't know if Conan's going to get back in there, what's going to be his backup. This, this is like a coin toss. Both these teams are evenly matched, but I'm looking for Cincinnati to walk away with it. Moving on. Number 10, Florida versus Kentucky. The Gators should handle the Wildcats easy. I don't see a problem with that. Florida is one of the big boys. Moving on to number 11, Ohio State 
versus Rutgers. A lot of turmoil on Buckeye land. Rutgers off a tough loss to Michigan. The Buckeyes might be in for a fight. This should be a good game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Like I said, Ohio State has some deficiencies also. They're trying to work out. This should be a tough game. Going to number 14, Michigan versus Wisconsin. Has Michigan truly evolved into this with this new group they have? And is, is Wisconsin as bad as, as they've played lately? The Badgers desperately looking for a win. I don't think they're going to get it, but they're looking for one. 15. Mississippi State versus Texas A&M. The Aggies were terrible at quarterback last week. Can they get a satisfactory performance to win this game? They should win it even with the backup. Remains to be seen. Uh, Jimbo Fisher is supposed to be the quarterback whisperer. I don't know what happened, but you need to whisper something else to the the guy that, that played last week. Moving on. Number 16, Coastal Carolina versus UL Monroe. Coastal should cruise to the victory. Their offensive juggernaut. We got 17. We got Michigan State versus Western Kentucky. The Spartans roll. No need to say anymore. 18. We got Fresno State versus Hawaii. The Bulldogs are making some noise now, and they should roll roll in this one. Number 19, Oklahoma State versus the Baylor Bears. Shout out to my daughter. Uh, both teams coming in. Are going into they're going into the game coming off great wins, but I think the Bears, who are the surprise of the Big Twelve, I think the Bears are going to do their thing and get rid of the Cowboys. Although the Cowboys is coming in loaded, ready to go, I'm picking the Bears. Number twenty, UCLA versus Arizona State. This is going to be the Chip Kelly versus the Herm Edwards Bowl. The Bruins are a handful. Think they overpower Herm at home, UCLA. Number 22, Auburn versus LSU. This is the who could be fired bowl. Auburn stole the win last week at Georgia State, and LSU hasn't jailed this year. Both coaches are not favorites of the fan base right now. The loser is not going to be a happy camper. I'm picking LSU. Auburn falls again. Number 23, North Carolina State versus Louisiana, uh, Louisiana Tech. After the big win over Clemson, can the Wolfpack avoid a hangover? We will see. Number 24, Wake Forest versus Louisville. Should be close. This is a pick em. Then at 25, we had Clemson versus Boston College. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. All the way down to 25. This is not a gimme game. Enough humble pie, Dabo. Time to get that offense going. Time to get them going. I'm still picking Clemson to win that. Games of note you might want to check out also. We got... Right down here in the Lone Star State, Texas versus TSU. Check out the running back for TCU. He was once the number one player in the country. Right here, uh, Zach Evans, North Shore High School, class of 2020. Shout out to him. It's going to be a tough day. This, this should be a good game. Whenever you play in-state, it's tough. Also, Appalachian State versus Georgia State. Should be a great game. Appalachian State never disappoints, and Georgia State really won that game against Auburn last week. Then we also have Syracuse versus Florida State. Is this the weekend of Knowles stand up, or they fall deep into the abyss? Yeah, Norville, you're on the clock. And finally, Texas Tech versus West Virginia. If the Tech defense doesn't show up, 
It's going to be another long day for the for the Red Raiders. My guys, 7-32, let's go. Not getting your name back until we get a win. Okay, then we're going to move over to the big boys playing on Sunday. We're going to start out with the Washington football team versus Atlanta. Ron, Riverboat Ron, I just want to know, is you are you still good with your quarterback room? But that's not even the question. The question is, who are these imposters on the Washington football team defense? If the Falcons get any kind of running game going, old Matty Ice going to play action them to death. I'm still picking the Washington football team to win this thing, but it's not going to be easy. Moving on, the Texans versus Buffalo. If you watched the Bills dismantle the Washington football team last week, hanging 43 on the team, this is the second act. 50 points, maybe in their future. Okay, then we got the Lions versus Chicago. The Bears have, been everything, have done everything to lose, but I think the Hungry Lions get a win. Hopefully, they start Foles or uh, Andy Dalton because it's, it's evident that Justin Fields is not ready. I don't want to see them... Cut his career off before it gets started. But then again, if he's the baller like he say he is, throw him in there and let's see what happens. It just wasn't good last week. That's all I'm saying. Then we have the Panthers versus the Cowboys. In a shootout, the Cowboys win. Darnold is who I think he is. Mr. Diggs is going to have about two, one or two interceptions. Although it improved, Dallas D is still subject to the, to the slant or the screen pass. I'm thinking Dak's going to save the day for the Cowboys, so I'm going with the Cowboys. Then we have the Indianapolis Colts versus the Dolphins. The Colts are in a world of hurt, but with Jacoby Brissett finally getting in gear, Miami may have some life. It's going to be another bad day for the Colts. Dolphins win. We have Cleveland versus Minnesota. The Browns are loaded, but I think the Vikes are going to, Vikes a game at home, saving Zim's job. Once again, Captain Kirk for the win. New York Giants versus New Orleans. The Giants' problems are in abundance. The Saints being back at home should prepare them to the win. Jameis, no craziness. Strong, steady football. That's what we need out of you. No trying to be the hero. And Kamara, can you show up to this game? Best all-purpose back in football. Where have you been? It's not the play calling. They call them the same plays. Come on, Kamara. Let's get in the gill. Help my boy Jameis out. Then we got Tennessee versus the Jets. Look for Derrick Henry to run wild. And Zach Wilson to increase his interception uh, total. Also, the wide receiver Mims. Also, a Baylor Bear is activated. Good luck to him. We got the Chiefs versus the Eagles. The Eagles have a chance in this game. That's how bad the Chiefs' defense is. Mahomes needs to get on track badly. But for as bad as they say Jalen Hurts played on Sunday, I thought he did the best with what he had. I think they have a real chance in this game. But we'll see. Arizona versus the Rams. This is going to be a pick em. Both offenses are off the charts electric. It's all up to Kyler. Can he avoid the rush and Jalen Ramsey? But I'm still picking the Rams to win. Seattle versus the 49ers. Shanahan, as I said, is going to find a way to mess this up. Russell plays better on the road. I think the Seahawks take this late.
Ravens versus Denver. Lamar not feeling good. That's not a good thing. Denver is for real. And Teddy Tulev is going to show you. He's going to navigate the win against them this Sunday. Mile high with the air. He has complete command of his offense, and he has weapons. As I've been telling everybody all year, I think they make a statement and get, get the Ravens out of there. Pittsburgh versus the Packers. Somebody needs to put Big Ben out, out of his misery. He was getting tackled by invisible people. No line, no running game. Packers on the landslide. Tampa Bay versus the Patriots. TB12 is going to... <laughs> TB12 is going to hang 100 on him. He's going to hang 100 on him. And Charlie Checkdown is going to look like he's going to look a little worse than he did last week. Let's just say that. The Bucks in the landslide. All the hoopla. I really, I really think Bill Belichick is going to go back to his old NFC East days and come for Brady. And when I say come for him, I mean come for him like he's not leaving the game unless it's on a stretcher or he limps off. So I don't think it's going to be all sweet. It's all going to be kumbaya before the game. But trust me, Bill has an ego just like TB12, and I think he's coming for him. I said this before the season started because I thought Cam was going to be the quarterback. But now they got Charlie Checkdown in there. He pretty much has figured out they're probably going to lose. But if you get Brady out there, the chances increase. So. That's the logic I'm going with. I could be completely wrong, but if I'm a defensive coordinator and you're picking me to lose anyway, I'm getting him out of the game. That's just me. Anyway, Raiders versus the Chargers. It's going to be a shootout, but David Carr continues his MVP campaign. That's all I'm going to say. And that's, that's it for the pro football, guys. We're going to tap into the NBA just a little bit before we get out of here. Uh, several players are taking PR hits for not taking the vaccine. Of course, you know your boy Kyrie, smack dab in the middle. As of right now, Madison Square Garden, the Nets facility, and the Warriors facility are the only ones making this mandatory. I'm thinking until the league makes it mandatory, cut it out. Everybody wants to be in front of this, but it's supposed to be your choice, right? This is going to get worse. Guys put up a good fight, but money usually wins. So if your, your favorite team might be without a few guys. Kyrie not ready to back down. He's not going to back down. So the next going to have to have a coming to Jesus with him or something. Word is they're already trying to move him. I think the next could win it without him, but LeBron putting together the all-star traveling team over there, you need all the guns you can get. So enough about that. Then this Ben Simmons thing. We can't get over this Ben Simmons crap. Philly basically put out there they didn't want him. But now you want him to show up. He's still a kid. Nobody taught him how to be a professional. And that is where the problem lies. He always in his feelings. It's business. Ship his ass to Sacramento for Fox in the second round. He has no leverage. I get it. He rich. He's still young. He can make up the fine money. He can make the fine money back. But 400K a game is 400K a game. This kid's ego is way out of whack. That's why nobody called him. Until he shows some type of maturity, this is going to be a non-discussion. Embiid, stop talking. You're just as bad as Simmons. And every time you open your mouth, the jealousy just oozes out. Two words, my friend. Shut up. 
moving on. LeBron and the Lakers are going to be the story all year. Nobody else is getting their shine. Win or lose, it's going to be all about the show in L.A. I think this team can win the championship, but will they? There's entirely too much ego on the court and the bench for this to be as harmonious as they're making it out to be. Newsflash, LeBron has been conceding being the guy for the last five years. He hasn't done it yet. I'm just saying. That's all I have for you today on FaceTime Friday. We'll get back at your money Monday. As always, it's your boy OG, and I'm out.